Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. My name is Lee Barrett, and I'm the CEO and founder of CanadaFootballChat.com. You're about to listen to a special Recruiting Masters podcast. In the past weeks, events around the world have shone a light on racism. As this happened we at CFC have taken action to examine what we can do better. We have begun by reading and listening to the experts on anti-racism. We've examined our current practices and attempt to understand our own personal biases and to examine our company structures. Our staff have begun to educate themselves on biases they may have and anti-racism practices. An immediate conclusion we have made is that our hiring practices for our senior columnist positions need to be more focused and deliberate in order to maximize inclusion and diversity. We pledge to do a better job now and in the future. Racism is real and the systems and structures we live in perpetuate this reality. We at CFC are working to be better and to continually gain knowledge to ensure we incorporate anti-racism practices into what we do on a daily basis. Please keep listening to the rest of this podcast to hear from two individuals and their experiences. The first discussion is with A.J. Chol, a current football player and youth leader, where he will speak from a first voice perspective. The second discussion is with the head of the CSC Scouting Bureau, Clint Utley, who will speak to his perspective as a coach and an ally. So welcome to episode 45. This is a special edition of the CanadaFootballChat.com Recruiting Masters podcast brought to you by the CFC Insider. Today we have a very special guest with us, uh, CFC 100 receiver AJ Chol out of New Westminster High Axe um, from British Columbia. Welcome AJ, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. We're excited to do this podcast. I've got Clint Utley alongside me and we're going to be discussing uh, just about your participation that you did recently in the Black Lives Matter rally. I believe, is that what they were calling it at the time or was it a protest? Uh, it was a protest. Protest? Down yeah. in downtown Vancouver, correct? Down in Vancouver, Canada Place, yeah. How was that? Uh, it was beautiful Like uh, to see all those... Um, those like diverse faces out there uh, helping out the Black Lives Matter movement. It was just beautiful. It was great to see. Yeah, it was quite, um, I was quite impressed to see you up there. I know that I spoke with Clint about it um, and both of us were really impressed that you had taken that initiative. Did they invite you or were you just, how did that all come about? Uh, that came about, um, I was having a deep conversation with my friend a couple nights before that and um, we were talking about what we could do to help the current events that are happening in the world. So um, what I came about, I was like, I'm going to scavenge all over uh, Instagram and see if there's anyone like trying to do anything like rallies, protests, marches, anything like that. So I could try to speak at one. So um, I met a guy named Jacob and he was like, AJ, like, um, let's create a, you know, a group and like, let's make. A protest so he made the first protest i can go to that unfortunately 
But afterwards, I was able to come to the second one, which I was in a group that helped organize it. And um, they were just like, you want to speak? And I was like, yeah, that would be beautiful. And I just went on. Do you want to give us a little bit of uh, an introduction of yourself and sort of your background um, of who you are and, and just so the listeners can get a little bit of a bit more knowledge of, of who you are and, and how, why this was maybe so important to you? Um, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm from Vancouver, British Columbia, born and raised. Um, I've been playing football for like ever since I was like about six or seven. <laughs> and this is really important to me because... You know, equality is supposed to be in the world. Love is supposed to be in the world. I know it's quite impossible to have everyone, like, love you. But, like, to some extent, like, it should be there, you know. And um, I feel like the extermination of our people is just, like, truly disgusting. And um, the inequality is disgusting. And I just feel like black people can do better. People of color can, like, you know get right and mm -hmm. be treated right so that's why this is really important to me uh, what are some strategies that you have used in response to racism um that you may have experienced um i haven't really had like anything really really big happen to me like i've had a few events where i was followed in stores or i was uh pushed aside just because of my race but I just chose to ignore it because I'm a very peaceful um you know calm person so like like I was raised in a, in a household that was like really peaceful and calm so I always chose to ignore it you know push it aside and just mm -hmm. let it be do you have you experienced racism playing football actually I haven't I actually haven't which is uh that's fantastic really good. Great to hear, yeah. Because yeah. mm -hmm. if you think about it, BC's a really diverse city in Canada, and I, I really don't think I really experienced that at all in um, the BC Football League. Well, and your team, uh, correct me, Clint, if I'm wrong, is, is quite diverse, is it not? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, the new West uh, varsity team, university, whatever. They, uh, they're from all different backgrounds. They're from all different socioeconomic backgrounds. So, I mean, yeah. And I mean, one of the, one of the awesome things about sport or playing in a competitive team sport, uh, is that you actually get to, you go through hardships with your brothers and you don't see, you don't really see racism. It's changed over the years. AJ wouldn't understand because I'm thinking back like 10 or 15 years where there used to be, there was never just pure, like bigoted, like, but there's always been a sense of humor in a locker room, but I've never really seen things go too far to the one side or the other. So I've never witnessed it in my five years uh, with the high and two or three of those with AJ. So it's a pretty, uh, and we we embrace it. We don't, and we don't. I don't think AJ. We don't run from it either. It's we we actually make light of it sometimes, but we never make each other feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of. I've never. You know what? In all my years of playing, coaching, going all the way back to 1995, I've never experienced like 
racism, like structured, organized, like inbred racism. I've never acknowledged that in my in the football in my career. No, you know, in my community, I've I've seen it. I've never done it. I mean, but uh, yeah, I've never seen it. And for me, it's like even with the military background or with the football background, I don't see color. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the only color I've ever seen in my life is the color of your uniform. So I don't know yeah. if that makes sense to everybody, but that's kind of how I am. And I'm more of an observant and listen type. I'm like AJ. I'm peaceful. I can get kind of fired up at times. Mm-hmm. We're not really the flight type ourselves because we're competitive. So we're willing to make a stand when we have to. But I've never experienced it. I, I would I would be really disappointed. And I would point blank remember the person or the the group if that ever would come up or ever did come up because in my brain i mean it's a terrible thing to label somebody or to stereotype them forever Mm -hmm. but i remember that person being like that person who actually ruined that special thing that we call a locker room or a or a bond with your teammates yeah aj's been good at it though aj's been a good role model so i mean AJ's pretty grown up for his age, so he he speaks well to the all of his teammates. Yeah. I was, was going to ask AJ, do do you, have you had conversations with your teammates or maybe um, players from other teams within uh, British Columbia that maybe they have a different story or experience than you? Uh, I've had a few uh, testimonies about what's been going on, and um, yeah, I've uh, you know written them in my notes. Um, trying to find places I could, like, spread the word and, like, help them spread their story out to different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you, um, what are you going to do going forward now? I, I re- understand that you've committed to Queens next year, which, congratulations, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, what are you, how do you think you're going to use this experience maybe to, um, enhance what you're going to do at Queens or is this something that you want to continue to uh, uh, speak about and be involved in? Oh yeah, of course. This is uh, definitely something I want to pursue. Um, um, I've really learned from this experience. Um, it taught me how to like public speak in front of like thousands of people and like, you know, just be able to express my feelings and what people are going through and like to be their voice. So what I want to do at Queens is I want to be the voice out there so it could just spread all across the country, maybe across North America and like so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. What would you say to your teammates who may be struggling um, with racism or their own experience that is not, um, it, that, that is uncomfortable? Mm. I, I definitely feel... here, haven't I? That wasn't one of your questions. <laughs> Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, that's definitely, um, that's definitely, this is definitely an uncomfortable, uncomfortable, um, conversation that we have to have. Yes. And, um, I'm sure they would have to find a way to, uh, you know, put them on the spot and, you know, try to find a way to agree. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. The only way we can fix it is with peace and love. I feel like, if someone's being racist towards you, the best way to do it is to, like, you know, find a common ground. Mm-hmm. And if you can't find a common ground, just leave it. Because there's no point in arguing back and forth. Because that person truly has hate for you. 
Do you have any advice on how to be a better ally for ending racism? Uh, yeah, of course. Um, if you can, uh, find every petition you can, you can find and uh, donate or sign. It doesn't really matter. Either one helps. Mm -hmm. um, listen and learn. Uh, you know, like do your research and try to educate others who are trying to like who are struggling on how they can be an ally and help mm -hmm. them out because that's what we need in the world. Uh, education is your best weapon mm -hmm. and your mind is your best weapon. So everything you do, use your mind for it. So yeah, just learn, mm -hmm. listen, uh, spread the word and that's how we'll we'll fight this battle. Well, it definitely is an, an important time. Um, I know there's been many important times in history that have been battling this exact same thing. And I just, I really hope that this time it, it really does make a difference in having people like you and, and other, you know, within the football community and, and everywhere, any human being can really um, tackle this and for once and, and just really make a difference. Yeah. I honestly feel like this really is the last time we're going to be protesting this because we're coming really strong and I feel like we're we're gaining some momentum and getting somewhere. Yeah, I, I uh, well, we appreciate you coming on here today. Um, Clint, did you have any other last thoughts or comments? No, nope, I'm just listening and learning. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at today with this. Yeah. Thanks, AJ. Really appreciate your time and your insight. And uh, like, I don't think congratulations is the word, but um, it was really impressive to see you standing up there in front of that huge crowd in downtown Vancouver. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And good luck uh, this upcoming season. We'll be watching. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. So, Clint, we just spoke with A.J. Chol, CFC 100 uh, receiver from your team, the New Westminster Hayax, uh, regarding the racism. I know Lee Barrett has also given a statement on where, where CFC stands with that. You know, you and I have been married for over 20 years. Our careers have complemented each other, uh, you with coaching and me with strength and conditioning, and now with my role at CFC. Um, but we have always worked with athletes and have been heavily involved with sports, specifically football. Now we're in BC, you've been here for six years and you're you're coaching at the high school level. But prior to that, you were the head coach at McGill University. Our transition out of McGill was a bit abrupt, uh, one which you took a moral stand that ultimately cost you your position as head coach. You recently spoke specifically your, to your team, the Hayaks, about this circumstance. Uh, can you just give a little bit of uh, a background as to what you said to your team? Because I realized that this was a, a meeting that you scheduled to uh, directly respond to what's going on with racism and, and the team. Can you give us a bit of a background with that? Uh, yeah, uh, it was right on the heels of the actual Mr. Floyd. It's like uh, the Minneapolis. George Floyd, yeah. yeah incident. So, and it was kind of... Uh, I was kind of nudged by uh, Farhan Lalji. So <clears throat> we met like immediately after that. It was kind of when things were starting to, they were kind of somewhat violent. And there was a lot of people 
who are saying a lot. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A lot of different things online. Some of it was like super inspiring and productive and some of it was really negative. So it was like at that point, I just I made a decision that we would have a team meeting and just discuss all those different things because I have a pretty unique perspective uh, on all that in the sense that... Uh, Obviously, I coached at the university level. I've now coached at the high school level. My career at university, <laughs> like you said, ended abruptly because uh, I decided to make a stand for one of my players, Louis Moda, who's a young man of mixed race, who, if you were to look at him, you'd be like, oh, and you would instantly let one of your stigmas take over. He has dreads, he has the arm sleeves, whatever, whatever. Who cares? But anyways, the university wrongly accused him of something, and they suspended him, not just from football, but they kicked him out of his academic program too. And, uh, when they did that, I told the university if he wasn't readmitted to his program by the following Monday, I would resign my position as head coach. Monday came and they did not withdraw their statement. And I resigned at seven in the morning during a team meeting. I still don't regret it. Uh, Lewis was acquitted a month later of everything and was re-enrolled in his program, has since graduated from McGill. So, but uh, yeah, so I talk to the kids about that. I have two like big things I stick to, uh, whether I'm teaching, coaching, uh, my other career, uh, say in the, the reserves as an infantry officer. And I have like two, two of my own personal, whatever you want to call them. One is, and I always tell the football kids, because it's very specific to football, is I am my brother's keeper. So I always say that. I have it on signs. We have it on our championship rings. Um, and then my second one is, is I'll always defend someone who either can't defend themselves or doesn't have the ability to defend themselves. And I'm not talking about people shooting their mouth off on all the different means of social media. I'm talking about actually making a stand for somebody. So, and I talked about those two big things. We talked about racism as it was seen uh, in the video clips, specifically to the Mr. Floyd. That's what was going on there. Was and and, and I watched most of that clip a bunch of times. So uh, that was not, in my opinion, that was not policing. So, and the I talked to my players about that. I talked about how they treated them. I made it very clear to them. I was like, it's okay to condemn stuff. You're you're okay to say something's wrong, but just confirm that it's wrong and confirm you've seen the entire thing. And in that case, that was just it was just wrong. You had one person take another person's life for what reason? So we talked about that, and then I reiterated the fact that uh, you are your brother's keeper, and whether you're in the army or the field of athletics. Like, I've never seen color. Uh, I'll never see color. The only color I see is, and I said it earlier to the AJ today, the only color I see is the color of your uniform. If, if for whatever reason, like, I don't even see that. And maybe we have an advantage growing up where we grow up, whether it's in Canada or the West Coast or whatever. But we just don't see that. Mm, we've never been exposed to it. Like, you see it and how they project it on all the different means of social media. So, yeah.
What were some of the responses that came out of your team meeting? Was there anything, uh, and was there anything that surprised you? No, because at New West, we have uh, our football team. I'll be honest with you. Our football team is like, I hope this doesn't come across negatively, but they're from everywhere. There is. It's very diverse. It's super diverse. And and the socioeconomic piece too. So uh, we got rich kids. We got poor kids. uh, We got kids from alternate programs. We got kids from drug rehab programs. You know, we have a large part of our football team is Filipino, Asian, um, East Indian, and then anywhere from Somalia to any other, many other parts of the Middle East and Africa. So we have kids from everywhere. And there was, those kids were on the line that day. Probably one of the young men, Sam Webb, who's, uh, he's actually, he's mulatto. He, he actually spoke the most out of all the, the players. Um, and uh, one of our younger leaders, Robert Preda. So they both kind of said their piece and Sam said it from his perspective uh, being the fact that his father, uh, his mother's white and his father's black. So he's gotten to see the world from a very unique perspective. Mm. You know, he could go out to uh, something with his mother and when that time is whatever, but, and they're treated one way and then he could go somewhere with his father and treated a whole other way. Wow. Uh, and he's witnessed it and he's been exposed to it. And he's also said that he's seen it in Vancouver, whether it's walking in New West where it's not a big deal and nobody cares to walking in some of the more upscale parts of Vancouver mm. where uh, they were called out in a park at one point. So mm. so it's like Sam kind of spoke up. So they all spoke up. But the, I mean, at New West, we, we, we don't run from it. Um, we don't ever make anybody feel like they're an outsider looking in. Um, we try and teach them to do the, the right thing and to make the right decision. So, yeah, that's kind of the, how the talk went with the kids. It was quiet. Uh, I don't think, I don't talk a lot and I don't rah-rah the guys a lot. I save that for super uber important uh, points, whether it's on the field or off the field. So they were quite quiet and taken back. So were the coaches. There was points when I was talking about like people in a position of power, uh, taking advantage of people who maybe don't feel like they can defend themselves, where I was, I had to pause a few times because I was choked mm. in an emotional way. And I think uh, all my players, uh, all of our players and all of our coaches see me as kind of a old school alpha, which is what I project and which is how I grew up. But Uh, To see me in that, I think, kind of caught them a little off guard. And I had to make like two or three, we'll call them dramatic pauses. Because uh, watching the video, talking about the video, talking about people in general, and then just the conversation about defending people who can't defend themselves, that's always been hugely important to me. Mm -hmm. Whether whether I was in high school and I would like make sure that the bullies wouldn't pick on the little kids in the hallway or whatever in the hallway, like ranging through being a university coach or a university player and watching teammates um, bully other teammates. I I just never stood for that stuff. Uh, I have a way of dealing with it where I will make a, I'll I'll communicate with humor and then uh, all of a sudden my same facial expression that just delivered that of humor is serious. And sometimes that gets me in trouble because people don't understand that I'm about to body slam them. But but yeah, no, that was our message. And the, the kids responded to it quite well. And we had uh, one or two of the fathers after the fact thank me for actually doing that with their sons. 
so that that was positive too so what were um what would you say were the big takeaways from that uh team meeting uh, at the end of it the kids for us the kids always they'll they'll grab on to stuff that we present to them so for us when we do stuff we do stuff in point form bullet points Mm -hmm. so we'll always have like and I steal it from, say, maybe my experiences in the military where there's a there's a main effort and there's an end state, as we say in the Army. So I will deliver them what I believe the main effort is. So the main effort was basically I am my brother's keeper and defend those who cannot defend themselves. And the end state is, like, not to be a racist. So, like, now, we also had discussions about coach well. Uh, if I'm quiet, am I complicit? I guess that was the thing that went around for a week. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, I said, if you're educated and then you listen, uh, no, you're not. And don't feel that way. Um, I can, and I can honestly say that because I gave up my entire career for a young man. So, I mean, so I, I can honestly say it's, it's better to stand back, listen, observe, see what's going on. And then from there, make a decision. Take everything within the context, the full context, right? Oh, yeah, take it all in. And that was one of our other messages during that conversation was, it's okay to condemn somebody. Just get make sure you know the whole story. But confirm it. Like, make sure yeah. you got the whole... Don't watch the last five minutes of a video. And then I'm not talking that was the case in this. No. Because it was just, obviously, somebody was in a position of power, and they ended up killing someone else with that position of power. Yeah. And I'm not just talking position of power... Like, their uniform, the fact he had his knee on the back of his neck. And if you actually, we talked about it, I was like, you watch that video, that guy's face, he he was not worried about that at all. No. So, I mean, and who knows, maybe he's a, like a 20-year cop who's seen like 20 years of bad things. Maybe he needs to go see somebody. Mm-hmm. I know he's going to jail, and I know he's probably going to get charged with murder, right? Well, he has been. Yeah, so it's like, and he should be if you watch that, but at the same time, like, that dude needs help too, right? Like, how do you help people like that? I don't know. But I mean, yeah, we talked about that. So our, our main effort was those two big points. And then our, our end state was like, don't ever think it's okay that systematic racism or structured racism or however you want to term it is okay. Uh, and it, it's, it's not so much, I mean, it's everywhere because in Canada, what do we do? When you're growing up, do you make fun of natives? Do most people do? They do. It is a it is a problem. Yeah. yeah. So do do like uh, all the different and we'll call them races, make fun of each other in one way or another or with their peers when those other people aren't around. Yes, they do. You know, does do people who socioeconomically so their socioeconomics have them at the very bottom of what we would consider the class? Do we like stereotype them? Yeah, we do. They're they're called things like white trash. So, like, it's everywhere. It's just it's not at the, maybe the levels that you see it down in the United States. Like, sure, the police probably, I don't know what they do or how they do it, but they don't act like they do down there. We would hope not. We just, well, it just doesn't happen because it would make the news each and every day, all day long. So, but yeah, that was the main effort was uh, I am my brother's keeper and stand up for those who cannot stand up for themselves. That was kind of what was going on in our meeting. And the kids responded super well. Yeah, I think it's really important that, um, I mean, I'm, I'm super impressed that you you and Farhan and, and all the other coaches took the time to have that conversation with your teammates. And I don't think that's a, a one-off conversation. I think this is a continual conversation. 
that continues that you have with your teammates uh, every year and 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 ongoing throughout the year and and just you know obviously role modeling and leading by example and um you know you always want to be a part of the solution right it's not something that you that always we always have that talk not maybe to that extent but we always talk about that we always talk about bullying we always talk about bullying like always and because like there's forms of bullying and there are racism or or they can flip back and forth quite easily yeah and then the other thing we always talk about is uh, online behavior so like how you carry yourself on social media, online bullying is huge with us, so much so that we have an outreach program where we go into all the local middle schools and public schools. AJ's done that. They've all done that. And we will hammer on bullying. We don't, we've never touched racism. Uh, Within our skits or the presentations we do to all these middle schools and public schools, you can see that, but we've never specifically. It's it's quite a... You know, it's an interesting time, and I think that, uh, you know, within the football community, I, I think that we can all do our part, um, and within any community, the human community, you know, just treat everyone as a human and as equal, and uh, like AJ said, with peace and love, you know, that, that kid is That's so just great. him. That kid is so great. Like, he's just... AJ has the biggest, happiest smile ever, and it's know. always there, even when he's, like, frustrated. Yeah. He sounds like, a, and you, I mean, he's a fantastic player as well. I mean, Queens is, is getting a really good recruit. Oh, yeah, he'll be one of those leaders. You know, it, hopefully it goes super well and he gets through there in four or five years. But if, if that whole thing happens for him, he'll be one of their leaders just because he is vocal. Uh, and he'll, because of his maturity level, he'll actually command respect as he finds his footing within that program. Mm. Yeah. You know, this has been a really, um, you know, I've really. I don't want to say I had a good time talking about this, but I think it was super important. And I'm really glad that, you know, with CFC and with our platform, we've been able to address a bit of this. I know Lee has has said his statement uh, on behalf of the company. And, uh, you know, we just really want to be, like I said, a part of this solution going forward. So that's it for us today. We hope you uh, enjoyed and found this episode uh, thoughtful and insightful. Um, and we hope that you will continue to follow us on our other episodes of the Recruiting Masters podcast, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, at Chat Football, Instagram, under, uh, CFC underscore football, uh, and YouTube. And don't forget to check out our, our digital store that has several outstanding recruiting resources to help you navigate through the sometimes murky recruiting process. Uh, we've got NCAA and you sports recruiting guides on there and, and a lot of other great resources. So check that out on CanadaFootballChat.com. Uh, we will see you next week. Take care. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.